What's going on, people? It's your boy, Corey. And my man, uh, Mr. Kirk. What's up? And welcome back to Tomorrow Isle, people. What will you do tomorrow? What will you do today to achieve your career dreams? I'm Corey. That's Kirk. And we have a special, special guest in the studio today, Stephanie Painter of Pear Experimental. How you doing, Stephanie? I'm good. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm pretty good. Great. Just chilling on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh, for man. Sec- yeah. For a second right. there, it's, it's one of those not. Eh, it's one of those days when you lose track of what day it is. Nah. For sure. I, I, I mean, even though it's Monday, Monday and I work today, it's still for whatever reason. It's like, is it Monday? Like, maybe it's just I wish it wasn't, and that's that's what's happening over here. It's just a case of wishful thinking. You're dissociating. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's ca- <laughs> apparently it's catching. I got it from Corey, and now it's come through the wires. And I guess you're next, Stephanie. So. Okay. I'm just gonna black out for. <laughs> <laughs> just, just just leave just the realm of consciousness that's <laughs> literally what i did i was just like i'm like oh 651 i have like eight minutes and then i was just like <laughs> oh, we're on now i was like oh snap i'm not saying it's, it was aliens but it was aliens Corey. yeah i'm thinking so i got so much to be afraid of these days um it's hard to keep cat uh, keep track of them all but you know we're here. We're doing it. We're mm-hmm. still doing it. <laughs> we're just gonna keep doing it until the wheels fall off. So you know. <laughs> That's right. Well, thank you <laughs> for joining us. This is uh, yeah, we're the normal foolishness. Um, yeah, yeah, as we do. So, yes. <laughs> so tell us a little, a little bit about your your origin story with yes. Pair Experimental, and then your work before that. Yeah, sure. start from the beginning. Um, so beginning, beginning, I took metalsmithing in college, always was super into art. Um, but, uh, I grew up in Las Vegas and, uh, both of my parents were, um, my dad is a musician. My mom was a mountain climber. So they were constantly kind of following their, their dream. And at some point I got convinced that that was a really dumb thing to do. (laughs) And so I, decided I was going to be a really good grown up and I was going to get a corporate job and I was going to buy a house and I was going to do all of these like be a robot you know yeah exactly be a machine and uh, <laughs> and I kind of put all of that stuff away for a long time and then when um when my kids were little I started um making toys I started making these Japanese crocheted toys oh, cool. um and selling those and then it mm-hmm. kind of turned into this other little kind of side hustle and then I started sewing vintage clothes and then so I, I just kind of started doing all these art artistic things again I started painting again um, I started sculpting again and um, you know in my mid-30s I just kind of had this you know uh, this explosion of creativity and um, kind of spent like every waking moment just doing something different um, and uh, when I got back into metal smithing I kind of set up a little you know, metal smithing bench at my kitchen table. And, uh, <laughs> and that was just kind of when I was like, okay, like I have to just figure out a way for this to be my job because it's the only thing that had made me happy in that way. And, you know, yeah. forever. Um, so we moved from Tucson to Ohio in 2016. And then that was kind of when I really started kind of pushing it. Um, I worked in marketing for a company called Earthquaker Devices <clears throat> that makes guitar pedals. And um, I worked from home part-time and, and, and there part-time and just had a lot of time to, to be homemaking without my kids around. And um, so I started Stephanie Lee Painter and uh, got a really great um, following with really supportive people who um, kind of came back to me again and again for gifts or customs. And then I started doing sculpture, kind of throwing that in there a little bit. And then I started doing paintings and throwing that in there, especially over um, the lockdown when I wasn't working and I was doing homeschool. Um, I, uh, I started doing these flash sales. So I would just make a whole bunch of stuff and then you know once a month do like a big drop. And um, in that time I met Carly and um, invited her. She was doing uh, a lot of fiber work at the time and invited her to kind of collaborate with me and do a, 
to a, um, a sale on Instagram together. And we just started doing so well that by the time, you know, winter hit and we knew that we were not going to be able to really be hanging out in person as much, um, we decided to rent a studio space. And so we could still hang out and we could kind of have fun and, you know, explore and make new things. And, uh, and then that kind of slowly turned into Pear and Pear is our last names combined. So yeah. Painter and Irwin. Um, and so, yeah, so basically we just three days a week, we're at the studio, just kind of messing around and, and uh, you know, we, we have a website, we've been doing these monthly drops, which have been, you know, going, it's, it's slow. I mean, I think we only have about 600 followers right now, but it's, it's been growing and we've got people who keep coming back and buying more stuff. So that's really cool. And we're making things we like, we're not sacrificing any quality. We're buying only ethically sourced stuff. Um, so it's definitely a higher price point than the kind of stuff I was doing before, but I think people kind of recognize that there's a value in that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of from beginning to, to end in a little yeah, bit of a short yeah. snip. That's neat. I like that. <laughs> 600, just 600 followers. <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a following. Come on. That's yeah, <laughs> great. It's great. So yeah, just, you know, 600 followers. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what drew you to metal smithing initially? Yeah. That's a, uh, I don't know, well, I, I don't think about that a, a lot. I in think terms of... because of, I grew up in Las Vegas, Southwest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I, and I lived in Wyoming. So lots of, uh, cowboy culture, Southwestern, um, you know, Mexican influence. And, uh, you know, the jewelry is just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took a class in community college when I was like 18. And I still all these years have just had all my tools. And uh, one day I saw this beautiful ring, uh, at like a thrift shop or something. And I was like, I could, I can totally make that. Like I have all the stuff to make that. And it was kind of in that time where I was having that renaissance. And so I just was like, all right. So I went over to, you know, and in Tucson, there's tons of stone shops. They've got the gem show there every year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just went and found myself beautiful piece of turquoise and went back home and watched mm-hmm. a couple YouTube purpose. videos to refresh myself. And, and then next thing you know, I kind of had this little studio and I had people asking me to make them stuff. And so it just kind of went from there. Very cool. Nice, nice, nice. Where do you, uh, so, oh, my bad. Yeah, you know, bad. Uh, I was going to say, so uh, where do you, where do you get the, so where did you get your, your like metal before? And then where do you get your ethically, ethically sourced metal now? Well, metals are a little harder to, uh, with, with, um, I mean, we get all of our silver from a company called Rio that's Rio Grande and um, that's in Texas. Um, and, uh, but there's a lot of, so when I, we say kind of like ethically sourced, we don't use any findings or any pieces that are bought out of the country. Uh, there's lots of stuff that comes from places like Turkey and China. Um, that is, I mean, you can go on Etsy and see all of these little pieces that people use for these real trendy earrings and you see them everywhere. Um, and I was using them before also, you know, because it's inexpensive and super trendy and people will, you know, they eat it up. Um, but it never really felt very good. And so, um, so all of our metal we get in sheets from places mm. in the United States. Um, but all of our stones, that's another thing. Um, precious stones, you know, they come from, you know, all over the place. And a lot of times these people are, you know, kind of really ruining the land or they're using exploitative labor. Um, so one thing that we decided when we sat down kind of with our like, you know, what is our mission? What are our goals? And, and what do we want to, you know, really represent? And it was definitely with the stone sourcing of getting everything here in the United States. There's, um, there's actually a, a show um, about this family called the, their, their last name is the Audisons, and they um, have owned these mines and this land in um, Nevada for generations and generations. So they're, you know, very, um, you know, proud of what they do and they, they uh, take care of, you know, they, all their whole family are the miners and then there's other people in the family that cut the stones and sell the stones. So it's nice. kind of neat um, to, uh, to kind of be able to watch the process. You know, you see everything that's happening with them. And then we also have some smaller, um, uh, some smaller makers and lapidary artists that we buy from um, 
there's a, a, a place called Over the Moon Gems, which is our friend Krista. And she uh, inherited her grandfather's whole lapidary setup. And so she's got mm-hmm. these, just this huge barn of all of these, you know, slabs of stones that he bought back in like the 60s and 70s that she's like going through. And now she's, you know, cutting them and, and making stones. So we buy from her also. So that's, you know, another kind of person that we're, you know, able to, to partner with and support, which feels really good. Just that's neat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everyone like nice and close. And then you're just like, oh, you're, you got this going on. I got this going on. <laughs> it's like pass it down the line. It so is. That's awesome. Yeah it's, yeah. it's nice to kind of, to know where things are coming from and to know the story behind it. I think that makes a big difference. Well, for sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I was going to ask you, as I was like looking through the Instagram, I was going to ask about the stones. Cause I, I, well, I'm playing with a rock on my desk right now. I pick up stones like wherever I go. Mm-hmm. Me too. I, yeah. And it's just, <laughs> yeah. I'm always, I don't know what it is. I think it's just like having that little piece of the earth and that it's comes in so many different shapes and colors and things like mm-hmm. that. It's always fascinating. I always find myself putting them in my pocket. Like if I'm on oh, yeah. or something and I find myself playing with a little stone in my pocket and mm-hmm. I got it from my mom, I'm sure, but <laughs> Yeah. yeah, my rocks are back in New York, I believe. Yeah, yeah, they're in New York. I also like collecting stones. <laughs> <laughs> we all have that in common. It's a thing. <laughs> it, it, it is. I don't know what it is. It's just like, yeah. I'm like, wow, this looks really cool. And then you're just like, I think yeah. I'm going to take this home. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I've got planners just full, like in all of my little plants around the house. If I get a cool one, I just toss it in there. So I've got little rock collections and all of them. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to get uh, all my fossils and stuff are in Texas right now, so I'm excited to get Ooh. those. But yeah, you do got some, you got some little fossils there. Mm-hmm. But I do have some bones as well. Not people bones. Or, uh... <laughs> 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 no, the murder room disclaimer. again. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, Kirk um, found me a turtle shell. Mm-hmm. Oh, neat. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Like, yo, like, thanks. He's like, he's like, you can have it. I'm like, what? Me? So, like, <laughs> like, big? Yeah. Little? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really cool. It's like that. And then um, I think I have like a raccoon skull back in New York and stuff. And like, yeah, yeah. A lot of crazy stuff. I don't know. I like the, you know, it's, just, it's, I don't know, it's, just, <laughs> it's cool. It's cool to collect things. I, I classify myself as like a fairy tale creature that just like collects like yep. weird trinkets and stuff. That's, I know. A, that's my thing. <laughs> I've got them everywhere. <laughs> I've also seen the page and I'm just like, oh my God, look, look at all these things. <laughs> all these rings. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> you know, it's like the hand I know, reaching it's like out. half the time we're like, should I keep this? Should I keep it? <laughs> yeah. Is it hard to like kind of let things go sometimes I after think, you work on them? I think for me at this point, it's not as hard just because I've been doing it so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, a lot of times, like I'll have something for a while and I'm like, eh, maybe it's time for this to go. And so then I'll, you know, polish it up and sell it. So right. I can sometimes wear it for a couple months. And, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're advertising. That's what <laughs> yeah. you're doing. That's all oh, yeah. quality yeah. control. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's almost like a. Uh... You know, somebody that's either like uh, like painting, drawing, or writing, or whatever. It's just like, oh, you know, here's, I made this ring. Oh, it's so cool. It's so great. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, you know, I have a different design I can think of. It's like, let me right. pass this on or whatever yeah. like that. I, always in, I have a know, harder time getting rid of paintings for some reason. Ah. <laughs> I, I like this, my sculpture, you know, most of the time I'm cool with getting, you know, selling that or giving it away, uh, rings and jewelry. But yeah, paintings, I feel like, that's something that is not quite so easily recreatable it's Mm. just like you're kind of in a flow and things are just going right and then you know with with a ring i know i can reproduce yeah yeah it'd be very hard to get like the same yeah paint strokes and all that stuff and still feel the same way about it when you're done (laughs) yeah for sure so i just have tons of paintings now in my basement that i just am unwilling to sell (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know if anybody would want them anyway but (laughs) they're mine Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be kind of cool to go down there sometimes and just kind of you know leaf through all these things that you've created and I bet you can you know looking at whatever it is you could probably like this is where I was here when I painted this or this yeah. is you know mm-hmm. like a neat uh, rolodex of creativity. Yeah, for sure. Ooh, Mr. <laughs> <Kurt>. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> 
So do you, when you paint, um, is that more of like, this is an outlet that's just for me, this is something that I really enjoy, or do you paint sometimes with that idea that it's something you will sell down the line? Um, that's a good question. Usually, because I don't paint very often, mm -hmm. uh, so usually it's when I really kind of feel like it's kind of flowing. So when I'm doing that, it's typically that I'm not planning on selling anything. Um, I did have like a little burst of, of, uh, you know, painterly inspiration last summer during, during the lockdown where I was like, I'm going to do it, an art flash sale. Cause I had been doing the jewelry flash sales. And, um, and so that was the only time that I can think of where I sat down and was doing, you know, multiples with, with just like this kind of flowing of, of, you know, creativity. And, and I think a lot of times with painting that doesn't come as as much as it does for me with with other things okay. um but uh yeah i think that that's kind of a more personal thing that's fair i always I find it interesting that i feel like the more people we talk to who do creative things like they have that sort of this is the other creative thing that i do but it's different than my you know yeah. my my day job and it's just for me like that's yeah. my my outlet when i just want to do something fun yeah i yeah. started doing um uh, a self-portrait series back in I think 2018 um, and I think that that is definitely the thing that is the most kind of personal and and mine and it's just a little small space on Instagram where I just and that is definitely like a like a diary I mean I can look through that and, and just kind of see you know all of these you know feelings as I as I've gone through the years mm -hmm. um, and you know when I first started I remember thinking like I remember just kind of like in a, you know, very like meh sort of way. I was like, you know, <laughs> nobody's ever going to take a picture of me that I like. It's not going to really be me. <laughs> Nobody... <laughs> it's never going to happen. <laughs> well, it just, it also, it was just like, I wanted somebody to see me in the way that I was seeing myself. Mm. And I think that I was very locked up. I was locked up in these kind of like compartments of, you know, mother, wife, you know, uh, you know, corporate rock star, you know, I thought I had to kind of be all these, these things. And, um, I think in, in kind of letting that go and just really kind of honing in on like, what, what am I, what am I actually? And when I started doing that series, it really kind of changed everything for me. I mean, it really was this opening up of being very self-accepting, um, much more able to express kind of who I was in a way that I just hadn't been able to do before. So those, those photographs are definitely probably the most personal thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. That is very cool. <laughs> it's yeah. It's like, huh? oh, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like, uh, cause I also feel like whenever uh, people take pictures of myself or me, it's just like, ah, I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that picture. It's like, <laughs> like, I can take selfies all day and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, that's how it looks all good. But I don't like post them up or anything like right. that. Yeah. Usually I just use them for like reference material or, you know, uh, whatever. But uh, yeah, something about just like creating your own kind of self-portrait. Right. Feels the most always, you. <laughs> yeah. And I think because I always had, I always have loved photography so I would take these beautiful pictures of my children or these beautiful pictures of you know my husband with my children and I was mm. just and then every picture of me with them was like <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like I want like, yeah or I'm just like we're geeking yeah. around you know? <laughs> which is great but I just you know I just remember feeling like I just wanted to be seen in a way that I didn't feel like I was being seen and then yeah. I and then I, it was then when I kind of realized like I mean, be your own muse. Like you have everything you need to do that, um, and that was just completely life altering. Yeah, I imagine so. <laughs> You're like, ah, <laughs> that's <pretty great. laughs> That's it. <laughs> no, I like that though. I like that. Yeah, yeah I, I really love that idea of self portrait as a diary. That's mm -hmm. really. That's fascinating to me because yeah. it's such a neat, it's a, it's a great interpretation. And now I'm never going to look at self-portraits the same. Mm -hmm. Like it'll be really 
it's yeah it's that neat snapshot so thank you for that yeah sure yeah. <laughs> everybody go out and take a self-portrait <laughs> and that one's for you audience <laughs> 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 I feel like I had to wrap wrap that like, <laughs> that went up with that <laughs> just just for the people out there. <laughs> for everyone. Yeah, I'm Pro gonna tip. get the the little cue from uh, Reading Rainbow, and we'll just you know move on. <laughs> <laughs> the the screen goes boop boop. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, kids, at the end of the day. <laughs> Now you're turning it into your brother. Don't do that. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, my God. Sneaky yeah. oh. TED Talks. Thank sneaky, you. Sneaky, sneaky TED Talks. Every time. <laughs> I remember that one time. I was like, no, we're getting sucked in. <laughs> oh, goodness. He's really good at that. Though. He's really good at that. Ant lion. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I was going to ask a question. Are you yes. rock, oh, I thought we were rock, paper, scissors no, for you. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so what do you like to sculpt, though? Um, um, I do um, a lot of uh, faces. They're these kind of, um, I, I always call it my duality kind of series. They're mm. faces that are kind of split. Um, oh, nice. So a little... Um, I can grab one. Are you looking at them right here. now? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'll strangle my dog. <laughs> I hope I don't startle the dog. You know. I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Pooch. Yeah, it's a puppy. Wait, Pooch, say something. So it's a wiener, wiener dog, I think. Is it a wiener dog? I can't I tell. Know. He's got floofy ears, though. Hey, guys, guess that pup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that puppy? <laughs> It's for like we'll have a we have the interview section and the kids section. <laughs> expand our audience, you know. Dude, I think everybody would enjoy who's that puppy. Come on now. <laughs> oh Luna. This is Luna. Oh Luna. <laughs> so cute. I get you. My get daughter's you. dog, but she likes yeah. to hang out with me. Mm. Oh. So yeah, I started when I started um pottery initially, I was just doing like wheel stuff and um, you know, mugs and bowls and pots and stuff like that but yeah. then i wanted to like create Ooh. kind of more so this is like one one of the first ones i ever did so you mm -hmm. see they're kind of um and i wanted to have it so. to where you could kind of use it for something else so yeah, yeah. Uh, a cactus, cactus in her head and i was <laughs> i did like these little guys that were like little kind of air plant pots. <laughs> those are cool <clears throat> and then just started into then this this is just like an actual just a ball mm -hmm. so this just like a little this is one of three there's a hand that comes over his head and another little guy so yeah, yeah so a really lot of sweet. them are um i do a lot of faces, faces lots are of, cool. I like faces. yeah faces and boobs there's lots of both of those oh, things in I my work <laughs> <laughs> I like faces and boobs <laughs> more of a front upper portion of the body kind right. of person all right <laughs> Like nothing below that, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> nothing on the back end of you. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I've got some of that around here somewhere. <laughs> I like that though. It's like really yeah. unique. So I was just like, oh, two faces. I was just thinking like my brain was thinking, you know, face like this, right. face like this. But it's like you just have like two noses. Yeah. And, and there's eyes. some that have like multiple yeah. eyes and that's cool. all, all sorts of stuff. No, that's, right, that's like neat though. I like that. Thank that's you. That's looking all that stuff. So it's like, oh, I'm just thinking, I wasn't thinking outside the box with it, but I'm like, oh, that's another way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, all right. So the whole collection. I'd like to see the whole collection. That'd be like awesome. Not right now, but I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm like, okay, be right back. Check these out. Like juggling them. Yeah. <laughs> so it seems like you draw a lot of inspiration from you know human forms is there yeah it's the best is there anybody like any other artists or sculptors who are particularly influential like in you know as you were developing your your kind of sense of style um yes actually she just passed away um her name is rita dean and abby <clears throat> um she actually was married to edward abby the writer mm -hmm. of the monkey wrench gang and uh, uh kind of anarchist monkey wrench uh, gang 
uh, what do they call them? Like a, uh, I don't know. He's kind of like a beat poet. Yeah. I feel like he was exactly. kind of he was, with like Kerouac yeah. and uh, exactly. Burroughs and those gentlemen. Exactly. Yeah. beat poet. Yes. And oh, uh, yeah, so she um, <laughs> was actually friends with my mom when I was, she lived in Las Vegas and she was a art teacher at UNLV and my mom in the 80s uh, was one of few people who was doing desktop publishing at the time. So she was like, knew how to use a computer. Ooh. And so, um, <laughs> so Rita hired her to um, kind of create a list and track down all of her work for, Ooh. you know, her whole life. So, wow. so they became very close friends and my mom ended up helping her do a couple of books. And so I think I was probably in fourth or fifth grade when I met her. And um, she was this little teeny tiny woman, uh, you know, who was really beautiful and had like this super cool, uh, you know, Bob haircut with the bangs and just looked like an artist. And I just mm -hmm. was like, oh, she's so cool. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, her work, I mean, she would create these crazy, you know, steel sculptures and these beautiful carvings and, and paintings. And, uh, you know, her work, her, like the spectrum of her work was just enormous and her um you know I just always remember like these women that she drew that were very voluptuous and like there was this one where like it was just like her foot was like the the first thing that you saw in this painting and then the woman kind of went back from there and I was like that is so cool like just the way that she saw things so I think that for sure Rita Abbey was definitely kind of my number one uh kind of influence and I think that in a lot of my work I think that I can definitely see where where that kind of stuck in my brain a little bit. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's so cool. It's all, it, it, I don't know. I'm just fascinated <laughs> by this kind of stuff because selfishly it exposes me to all sorts of new artists and yeah. uh, musicians and writers and things like that. That's just yeah. so selfish. She just passed away like I think like three or four weeks ago. So oh, wow. yeah, but mm -hmm. she's I mean I think in her late 90s. Wow. So she's wow. uh Long yeah life. she was a really impressive person awesome yeah it's like they always seem like so so much like larger than life it's like the way that you describe her is mm -hmm. just like i'm like oh my god this art god I'm like yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? art royalty kind of yeah, thing yeah for like, sure yeah I, mean, I totally thought of her that way <laughs> yeah it is interesting though as you had said uh the way that people like see things and mm -hmm. just like the the you know, you take one subject and you put, you know, you put it in front of like uh, 10, 15 people, you'll come up with all sorts of, you know, different images, you know, yeah. depending on who you are and just like, just how you, you know, your perspective or your just experiences beforehand or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. It's like, oh, I'm just going to draw this straight on. Like some people might be all the way up in the front, you know, of the, yeah. uh, of the figure or, you know, whatever it is, or the still life, like getting a different angle and really uh, forcing perspective or whatever. So yeah, yeah it's just, <laughs> it's really just it's interesting. Fascinating. It's fascinating how people, how people interpret things. I love like walking around the back of like an art class and just seeing what people are kind of pulling out of that. Like it's yeah. really interesting when it's something completely different than what you are seeing. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Little kids are really cool with that. <laughs> they're very, they're just, yeah, it's, it always blows my mind what they, what they can come up. I've got three, so they're constantly like, oh, oh my God. They're like, oh, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that person's so tall. Right. <laughs> like in the clouds and all that stuff. Just I mean, like... if you want to be humble, have your, you know, six-year-old draw a picture of you with the wrinkles and the gray hair and all. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so one of, one of my favorite things to do with kids that I teach is have them do speed draws based on just ridiculous prompts that I give them. Uh -huh. One of the ones I usually do is the like I give them a little bit more time but I'm like draw a portrait of me and I do like the Uncle Rico glamour <laughs> pose and yeah you really you really get an image of how the kids see you yeah I, I remember one of my students like you wear glasses and this is like I've been there teaching for two months and I wear glasses every day like, I never wear like oh okay and then another kid was just like oh you have ears yeah all right man sure yeah I do <laughs> 
very <laughs> you get a pretty good idea of how they feel about you based on oh that's funny you're like do, oh, you, yeah. even, do you even know i'm here <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> they see like a cloud just you know I up mean, there or something like that fifth graders my middle daughter is fifth grade so that's that's yeah. an interesting it's an interesting year mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's that, that weird transition from being a little kid to yeah just hormone storm but hormone storm i always say like five ten fifteen like all the the multiples of five are like the worst years yeah kids. pretty bad yeah, yeah. i could see that <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're just they're like oh like just getting over this little hump and it's just terrible always mm-hmm. yeah. like they, they, <laughs> they understand sarcasm but the word the conjunction but still throws them for a loop every time <laughs> like it's just you should know this by now i know yeah right. they're just picking and choosing you know <laughs> a lot smarter than they let on <laughs> i even tried i've tried in the past that concept of semantic satiation with them we're like we're gonna say but 20 times until it loses its meaning for you no it's still funny to them every time oh yeah every time like damn it i know i mean butts are pretty fun they are yeah funny. it's true yeah. <laughs> i know i laugh uh, quite a bit <laughs> i mean i'm like perpetually 12 years old so mm-hmm. I can't yeah, I never, say anything yeah, I never, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being well behaved today though. I mean my kids too it's like they know it so they are just you know like ripping ass and I'm like no it's not funny stop like, I think yeah, have I, respect I will... have respect yeah <laughs> <laughs> One of my one of my favorite memories of teaching fifth grade. Sorry to go off on a real tangent here. No, it's good. Math class. We had math right after lunch, and this kid was just ripping the loudest farts I've ever heard. And we have the, you know those plastic chairs, so it really really you know, amplifies the sound. Yeah. And so she's cutting she's cutting these farts, and like the kids are laughing. I'm like, okay, guys, you know it happens. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on three farts later it's just so loud and another kid goes what was that a rocket ship (laughs) and i just put my head down on my desk and i was dying (laughs) he followed that up with he's like we got elon musk up in here (laughs) i pulled the kid aside later i was like that is one of the funniest jokes i've ever heard (laughs) well done Emotional turmoil, not so much, uh, but the fart jokes, yes, I can yeah. appreciate those. Yeah. Hope you open the window afterwards. Just <laughs> we can't. That place out. We cannot do that. <laughs> Our windows don't open. Just live in that fart cloud of right. 20 yeah. seasons. <laughs> Just get yes. like a glade plug in. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth grade funk, it's a real thing. We have oh to explain gosh. it to them every year. Like, wear deodorant, watch yeah. where the sun doesn't shine, do mm-hmm. us all a favor, everyone can smell you. Like, just as a class, we know we can smell it. Please, please. <laughs> we know who the smelly kids are. We know who the smelly kids, is, uh, kids are. It's all of you. <laughs> all of you. And they don't believe it. And then they then suddenly they do. And that's okay. usually when all hell breaks loose. Um, Lord. <laughs> so, Be young again. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I'm okay not yeah not I don't no I'm I'm good I mean I'll do it for like the not to have to deal with the adult stuff but not like nah I'm like I'm good I'm good right where I'm yeah. at <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah they always mm-hmm. yell at me you're you get to eat whenever you want I'm like yes I'm like we want to do that I'm like okay take over my bills and my job <laughs> all those things and then you can do these things too and they're like mm-hmm. mm, not worth it I'm like yeah I know Shh. <laughs> But your time will come, young young, young children. Your time will come. Grasshoppers. <laughs> uh, kind of Anyways. Really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. Oh, God. When you decided to, uh, when you, you had your burst of creativity and decided to, you know, start painting and uh, doing f- like sewing and sculpture and those things again, 
and like making that you know transition from day job to the full-time thing did you did you seek out advice from anybody or is this kind of like i think i like I, i've got this um i mean i think i i you know looked online quite a bit just to try to just you know see what other people were were doing and there was you know some people who i knew who um you know kind of had like little side hustles that they were doing and um you know there were uh you know i actually started working at a, a boutique in cleveland who you know made a lot of their own jewelry and so she was um uh it's called Oseon, and uh you know she kind of started in her uh you know spare bedroom and in, in a similar sort of thing and so it was um it was kind of nice to see her do it because i guess i just didn't really think that she could I hadn't mm -hmm. ever been around anybody who had been successful at it. Mm -hmm. And so just kind of seeing that she, you know, was able to do it and make a living and have employees, it, it sort of kind of clicked something in my brain, like, oh my gosh, I could totally do this. Mm -hmm. um, and before that, I still kind of always thought it would just always be like a little side hustle thing. Mm -hmm. um, and just something that kind of, you know, scratched my creative itch, but, you know, and maybe made us, you know, a little extra money, but, um, but that, I think that was the first time uh, in 2019 where I was like, I could maybe actually make this be, be my full-time thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when you have like, you know, those examples where it's just mm -hmm. like, well, you know, a couple of people have done this before. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think I have the means to possibly do it. I'm like, ah, oh, let me, you know. Well, I Give think it, it can be intimidating too when you see, um, you know, there's lots of really successful metalsmiths, you know, like on Instagram with, mm -hmm. you know, thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of followers. Um, and I'm just like, how are they doing this? Like how? So I think it, it's a little intimidating too. It's just like, you know, oh, yeah. where do, how do they get these people to follow them? And, mm -hmm. and it's funny because I work, I've worked in marketing for years and for some reason, it's so easy for me to like look at somebody else's business and help them and figure out who their audience is. And, but for myself, it just feels so much harder. And I think because mm -hmm. I have like an idea of who I want my, who I want my actual like people to be yeah <laughs> versus who can like afford what i'm making and like you know i'm like only the cool people can wear my jewelry <laughs> it's like, I, like that. Uh, I mean yeah. maybe but you also have to pay your bills yeah yeah I'm not saying that i mean i think that anybody who buys my jewelry is going to have like a certain a certain aesthetic you know because it's definitely not like uh like everything else and i don't want it to be mm -hmm. um right. Right. so finding that happy medium between like getting like super weird and you know still making stuff that people will want to wear and buy right i find myself teetering on that sometimes mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> i was really like struck by the there was an image on um the pair experimental instagram that was it was the ring the pinky ring that joins the two hands together yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah and, that was neat yeah like <laughs> again like I, I don't know stuff that is outside of the scope of what I like see every day I guess I never think to like elevate certain art forms I guess right well that's actually that's actually a uh a, an artist that's a photographer that's a photographer I think that picture was taken in the 80s mm -hmm. um yeah, but sure. yeah I mean that's the kind of thing and we, and we try to like throw in stuff that like that does actually inspire us and and um you know what you know what we're thinking of and what kind of sticks in your head and what you know what images you see that kind of do cause you to kind of shift that a little bit and yeah um, yeah yeah I, know, I like the idea of wearable art you know mm -hmm. and sometimes things are a little ridiculous like that ring obviously is you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> and well, actually yeah, we did well, we did make one and we were going to take a picture with it and i was like we should just post the original uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. pull it up so I can say who the who the um, photographer is because it is a really beautiful photo. Yeah, I'd say just like Kirk, I was like that caught me too. I was just like, oh snap, that's a really interesting image, yeah. and you know, just like meaning behind it, and just like you know, two yeah. people joined and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's wow. It, yeah, it's from of doing something like that. It's Otto <laughs> Kunsley. Otto Kunsley was taken in 1980. Ring for oh, two sweet. people. 
So yeah, that's, that's the kind of stuff that it's, it's, uh, you know, it's fun to, to sit around and kind of, um, you know, we had these ideas, we had this idea of like creating these earrings that were kind of connected with each other. Yeah. And then when we started doing image searches, you know, seeing that and we're like, oh man, this is so cool. And just also seeing how like ideas, you know, kind of like connect into each other over time too. Mm -hmm. It's really neat. Right, right, right. For sure. Like different stuff that may have been like ceremonial jewelry at some point or ceremonial yeah. art and how that kind of works into our sort of our subconscious and then comes out in, in other ways. Yeah. I think it's the really fact that like hoop earrings have been around for, you know, you know, Egyptian time, like yeah. every single old culture has these hoop earrings and just mm -hmm. that it's such, it's like, how do you, when we've actually talked about that, like, how could we like make our own hoop earring? Like, how can we right. change it up in a way that is ours? Yeah. Uh, and that, that's really hard. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yes, it is. <laughs> so, but we're <laughs> determined to come up with our, our pair hoops. So yeah. stay tuned. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> so cool. Yeah. It, it's always fascinating, like thinking about how to make something that endures like that, like that the symbol that um, just stands the test of time. Yeah. And it's just something is again, something as simple as like that hoop earring. Like I didn't even think about that either. Like, you know, you're saying it's been around since ancient Egyptians. That's yeah. wild. That's what yeah. I'm thinking about. It's like, you know, once again, like history is just like, oh, whoever was there first kind of thing or whatever that, whoever had, uh, whoever, you know, the victor, you know, is usually the one that uh, tells, you know, tells his tale or whatever like that, but whoever was there first. And so in this day and age with so much uh, content out there and so many people creating, it's like, how do you get that uniqueness like out? Like yeah. how, do you, how do you stand out from everybody else? And yeah. like, it's, it's tough. It's really tough to do these days. It really is. And, sure. every, and I was like, when did everybody become so cool? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember everybody being this cool before. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. It's like uh, you're... But, Oh, oh, sorry. Go, go ahead, sorry. Oh, it's just, it's neat. There's just, you know, there are, there's a lot of, uh, I think there's a lot more space for art than there was, mm -hmm. which is, you know, I see that even with my kids, like, you know, where I, although I had two parents who were incredibly supportive, I still thought that I was going to be a loser if I, uh, <laughs> you know, followed my dreams. Mm -hmm. I was yeah, like, I'm yeah. just going to be poor and then I'm going to hate what I love. Uh, and it took a while to kind of, you know, rewind that, that idea of, of what it meant to be an artist. I mean, yeah. I didn't even call my artist myself an artist until a couple of years ago, because I was like, I'm not really an artist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's something yeah. we, we talk about a lot, just uh, yeah. quite a bit. That struggle. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, once you we we've talked about this before but once you start telling yourself that then your body kind of starts to believe yeah. it and then yeah. it's crazy like the way that you can rewire your brain just yeah. with a little positive self-talk it's true oh, and yeah. i think that that's what as soon as i realized that that's what fueled me mm -hmm. and stopped like not really even pretending but i just i just wouldn't really give it energy right. but yeah. i would yeah. find all of these little like micro ways to be creative um, you know, in my job or, or just at home or with, you know, stuff I did with my kids. And then I was like, this is just what you love. Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And as soon as that kind of took hold in my brain, I think that that's when things really started to kind of flow and I, and it became really real. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's weird how that can like switch so easily. Um, like, or I guess one of the best, like, uh, one of the best phrases that you just said, Stephanie, was like, give it energy. You know, you, you put energy into something like, oh, why are you going to put energy to get ang angry about this or that? Like, you know, you could, you could uh, uh, use that for something positive or to, you know, make somebody's day or to, you know, just make something even, uh, you know, through your own uh, creative ability. So it's like, uh, I'm not really an artist. It's just like every time you like you utter that, it's just like pew, you know, yeah, like, sure. you lose experience. Like a little points more of my soul died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. 
and you're like ah yeah I'll just, you know I kind of just get down on myself and it's just like <laughs> but then you like really start to believe it so you yeah. have to pull yourself out but yeah that's yeah. a yeah that's always like the struggle though it really is um it's hard to like not think that way and you're like oh I'm just kind of being self-deprecating a little bit but it's mm -hmm, like yeah. no you can't you can't like you really just can't do that these days like you're right. gonna you know warp your mind yeah. <laughs> But no, that's that's good though. I'm glad that you now consider yourself an artist after because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you are. So it's like, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, she's not an artist. I'm like, come <laughs> turn, turn the cameras off. <laughs> um, <laughs> the interview is happened. over. <laughs> so as you were kind of coming to that that point. Um, when people asked you what you did, did you try on some like different, I guess, explanations or did you have like a little prepared spiel that you gave people for a while? No. Uh, and as a matter of fact, even before we started tonight, I was like, I asked, I sent Carly a text and I was like, in case they ask me what we do, will you text me what her friend Mary, <laughs> her friend Mary sent me this. I'm going to read it to you because it's so okay, great <laughs> because it's very hard for me to describe what I do. Like mm -hmm. it's, because there's a lot of different things and a lot of different styles that I like. And uh, so it, it's hard. So this is her, uh, this is her description of our work. It's like this funky postmodernist and androgynous and kind of new wave goth thing, but it also has a beautiful Georgia O'Keeffe kind of vibe. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Ah, that's I it. <laughs> so, so she's the Kirk of you. <laughs> well, you come up with the stalker. <laughs> your description, I man. Wonder, I guess. <laughs> I almost wonder if you need that outside perspective to really define what you do. Yeah, for sure. Because mm. I like I write and I struggle. I get embarrassed. Like when people ask me, they're like, "Oh, so I heard you write." And I'm like, "Who told you that? Why are people telling?" Like, <laughs> Who's talking about me behind my back? This is supposed to be a secret. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I always struggle because like, like, what do you? They're like, "Oh, what do you write?" And like, um. Uh, stories like fiction and stuff and like you know make them ups um, well don't call them that yeah no i don't uh, oh like what genre like um and i hate like it's like magical realism so that's, yes I, I'm, I'm still, that's I'm, super made up yeah. that so sounds I'm, cool I'm, though i'm still working on it like thankfully i don't know i think the most recent thing that i finished helps give people an understanding of what I do although it, I think it can, it can be and divisive because like I've talked about it here before but I wrote a story about a guy that develops a psychic connection with someone who only thinks about feet and soup <laughs> and it's just his very you know the narrator's very quickly unraveling sanity as he tries to get this person out of his head oh my god yeah that, 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 that describes what i do i guess and people are like oh, oh my he's god. never talked to me again or they're like oh this is it and like mm. it kind of sounds like a little vonnegut-esque mm -hmm. that's definitely yeah that's where some of that comes from lots of lots of vonnegut lots of stephen king lots that's of amazing uh, Oh, thank you. All right, well, um, I'll look out for that one because that sounds really. No, he is really good. <laughs> back to enough of my shenanigans. But back to, yeah, I think yeah. I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. I, I feel like you need that outside perspective to kind of you know what you do, but it's so I don't know. I feel like you're so wrapped up in what you do. It's so much of a piece of mm -hmm. you. It's hard to. Yeah articulate that like you can't take the feeling out of your chest and be like here this is it this is yeah yeah you yeah, experience yeah. this 100%. yeah i like that that's cool yeah i, I think to sometimes somebody. too i feel like i like if if i if i'm too proud of it i feel like i'm being like a little you know like i'm bragging or i'm mm -hmm. being and it's definitely not that but it does feel good like it's it's this this line that you're on where you're like i feel really good about this uh -huh. I'm really yeah. proud of this, but I don't want to like be too proud because then I'm an asshole. Or, yeah. Sorry, can yeah, I swear? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. I, oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I haven't done it yet. 
Yeah, Corey's Corey's first years. I mean, usually I'm, I'm pretty bad, so I'm holding it together I, here. Oh, no. I told you I was, I was behaving. Yeah, we're we're it together. Trust me. Yeah. Not a children's podcast. Yes. No. No. We, we did no. one episode of a children's oh, yeah. podcast because yeah, our friends were like, "You should." Our kids listen to you. I'm like, why are you letting your children listen to us? <laughs> Get the earmuffs off of their ears <laughs> or put them on <laughs> while you're listening to this podcast. Don't do that. Don't do that to them. So we, we did do a special episode for them, but that we was did. just about dinosaurs and trucks. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah we swear that. all the time. It's... Yeah, we do. <laughs> filthy, filthy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, sailors over here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I held it together. I've got three kids. I held it together for, for probably about 10 years of trying to not 10 years them, trying to not cut in front of the kids i mean i slipped mm-hmm. i slipped for sure yeah, yeah, but, yeah. i'm so uh, you. but <laughs> i mean she's almost 17 now and they all oh yeah they know they know they all know they know who the real mom is <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is me this is fucking me <laughs> have you seen my self-portraits have you seen my self-portraits you've done this to me <laughs> Look how sad I look in these self portraits. <laughs> like, oh my god, this is the saddest room in the in the whole house. Just <laughs> close this door back. We never need to go in here We're again. Like, mommy, mommy does not want us to go into this room. Let's put an old timesy lock on it. <laughs> You are never to go into this. big giant key like it's a medieval yeah. jail. Goodness gracious. Exactly. That's why I imagine my head. It's either realism or cartoons. Like, right. it's just like there's no there's in between. No in between. <laughs> oh, boy. oh, God. Oh, my goodness. That was a good laugh. That was a good laugh. <laughs> So, I mean, uh, wow, my stupid brain. So you're para-experimental. Like, did you find as you got to know Carly, like, that your ideas started to mesh really well? And it started, you know, did you get that kind of, what's the very fancy term? That gestalt, yes, that gestalt or sympatico feeling where it's like, what you- Oh, I thought it was totally wrong. I think that, I think that that's initially kind of like what we were kind of expecting to go into. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then once we did start working together, I think that there was like a little bit of a, um, like a reality check with the fact that both of us have worked alone for so many years Mm -hmm. that there were certain, like, it's kind of like what you were saying about getting out what you're feeling. And like, she's very, um, like she'll draw all her designs out and I sit down and just start working. Mm -hmm. And so when, when she's like, let's talk about what we're going to make. And I'm like, like, I, don't I, don't talk. I don't want to talk about this and I feel I felt like a complete like I don't know I don't, I don't like and it just kind of sucked it kind of sucked the um the energy out of that for me mm-hmm. and then the opposite with her where I was like let's just like kind of just go for it and see what happens and she would be like I like just sit there and be like I don't work this way mm-hmm. so yeah. it took a couple of months for us to kind of um like really get into a flow with each other of, um, you know, talking about ideas and our styles are, there's like quite a bit of overlap, but there's also quite a bit of, um, of difference in, mm-hmm. in kind of like what our aesthetic is. Um, yeah. So coming up with a, a brand where things can be different, which I actually really like that, um, that there's, you know, these different levels. And then there's some things that we've kind of designed together and there's some things that we work on separately um, where, you know, I don't want people to look at it and be like, oh, that's totally a Stephanie piece and that's totally a Carly piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that sometimes I think, I think in the process of doing anything, sometimes you can go into it and be a little naive. And I think that, you know, I kind of thought it was just going to like, we were going to walk in, it was going to be like magical you know, all of a sudden things yeah. were just going to be starting to be created. And, um, yeah. and I think that I, you know, I think that right at first I kind of had like a little bit of a, um, like, uh, 
like, oh my God, like, are we making a mistake? Like, are we going to be able to work together? Mm-hmm. Um, but just, you know, over these past couple months and just really like being able to communicate with each other. I mean, it's a relationship, you know, so we're, yeah. and we have all of these other things going on too. So it's, um, it's, you know, just these different levels. And yeah. so, um, you know, just being able to practice talking about what you want to do, mm-hmm. even if you don't know exactly what it is, it's like, okay, like we, we decided last week, like, okay, we should probably have a marketing meeting once a week. And I was like, marketing. <laughs> yeah. but, but, you know, it's, it's what has to be done if we're like really going to make this legit. So it's, yeah. um, it's all of these things that I have in my back pocket that I've done for years that I haven't necessarily wanted to do for myself because I just want to sit down and make stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've got the map. I just have to sit down and follow it now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> <laughs> like a pirate map. I'm like, I don't know. Do I have to bend this in half? <laughs> Gonna hold up the doubloon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Burn the edges a little bit. That's right. I'm coming for you, one eye really. <laughs> Stop. Stop yeah, definitely. Stay out of the Goonies. Yeah, control Kirk. Mm-hmm. I think You're it's nice control. though with a partnership like this. In that, um, I think that in a lot of ways, when you get so much kind of in your own head and so much uh, in a place where you're not being questioned about the decisions that you're making. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't really think that that was good for me either. So I think like having a little bit of like, well, what do you think about that? Or do you think if we did it this way yeah. instead uh, and, you know, being somebody who, who has, you know, always been very much like a super independent person um, I think at first I was like, oh my God, I, what? You're going to question what I want to do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the same with her because she's had her own business for years too. So it was just this sort of, um, but ultimately I think it's really, really good for a myriad of reasons. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. E- even just Corey and I like talking about before we, before we even started the, like recording the podcast and stuff where he would, we would talk about writing or whatever and, I give him something that I wrote and he's like, why does this character do this thing? I'm like, I don't know. Cause they do it. And, and I'm like, like, you're on your but, business. Yeah, but like, it doesn't make sense. So like, oh shit. You're right. I know. Because, I know. Yeah. It is like, man, doing that. Okay. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And sometimes you like, don't want to let go. Oh yeah. It definitely does. Definitely does. Um, or even uh, like the other day, you're like, I don't think you should have that torch there. And I'm like, nah, I think it should be. <laughs> like, I was like, I was trying to like, I was just trying to like, comment, be like, no, I'm just going to keep it there. And I'm like, and I looked at it the other day, Kirk, and I was just like, yeah, he's right. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I should put another one on you. And I'm like, no, that's too much repetition. <laughs> I'm just going to scrap it. It doesn't need the branding on there. Everyone knows where it's coming from. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> No, but it's like that that feedback is is king. It's mm-hmm. king. Because my dad would always tell me, it's like my dad, uh, dad and I would always bounce ideas off of, off of each other and all that stuff, right? And like he would always tell me, like whenever I'm making something or whatever, it's just like, you know, don't create in a vacuum. Like, you know, make yeah. sure you have because I have peers that are in like graphic design and all that stuff and other people that are in like illustration or whatever it's just like just reach out like they're right there like if you need yeah. an opinion you need like just uh you know obviously kirk is there as well and i'm just like kirk what do you think of this and this is like the, the fact that we're able to kind of lean on each other and help each other out and yeah. you know help us not go insane it's like mm-hmm. you know it's great because you're like yeah. okay get out of your own head like do you need that's, this in here or not that's the yeah. only way i think you can really kind of start elevating otherwise it's just yeah it's madness in your own little yeah vacuum mm-hmm. yeah yeah and there's i think i don't know for, for me if there's that accountability piece too when there's somebody else that you're showing your work to and even if it's like oh what happened to that thing that you were working on like um <laughs> yeah. probably keep working on it <laughs> yeah that's me oh man yeah i was yeah, <laughs> the queen of that like well i changed my mind mm-hmm. 
I never used to have to answer to anybody if I changed my mind, which I <laughs> tend to do all the time. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's a plus. It's tricky. Yeah, it is. <laughs> there are so many wanna. cool ideas. <laughs> I know there's like, just too many. <laughs> Cartoons and realism everywhere. <laughs> Floating around my head. <laughs> Floating around everybody's head, or you know, whoever feels that way. It's like, mm-hmm. ah, yeah. Like I'm just gonna do something else. It's just like you're just like adding to the you know pile. Yeah. <laughs> at that point. Right. Hmm. So I mean, this is just a question I, I like to ask. What do you? And it could be completely unrelated to. Um, your artistic endeavors what's the worst piece of advice you've ever received oh gosh mm. <laughs> sorry um i was gonna say don't have kids that was <laughs> my mom wait that was my mom's advice okay. don't have kids or like don't don't okay it'll, it'll ruin your life that's just a bad piece of advice or like that's the advice that you're trying to... I mean, I don't know. That remains to be seen. Hey, no, no, you have to answer that. Oh my gosh. I think artistically, I, I can't really think of any, um, you know, I think the only time that I think that I ever really got caught up in, in something that I, um, you know, wasn't proud of was when I started making things to make money. Just only um and so i think that if you know i had any good advice to give it would be that uh you know kind of go with i i just try to not make anything that i wouldn't wear or that yeah. i wouldn't wouldn't be proud of to see somebody have on at this point but yeah. there was you know about a year there where i was making some stuff that i really you know, just kind of more trendy stuff. That's fine, but it just wasn't anything I was ever proud of. And if I saw it out with my name on it, it kind of yeah, it gross. You get that? Yeah. Uh, and that was something that, that kind of stuck with me when at the beginning of our conversation, you were saying that, you know, Carly, you and Carly were just making things that you wanted to make, like things that were interesting to you. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Like that's, I feel like that's how you find, you're talking about, you know, creating your audience. I think that's how you find your audience because I mean, it's going to resonate with people no matter what it is. It may not be, you know, 10,000, hundred thousand people, but there will be some people who definitely dig what you do. Yeah. And we're definitely, (laughs) thank you. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Uh, if people want to find you and they want to find Pair Experimental, where can they find you? Uh, so Instagram, uh, we have a website, pairexperimental.com. It's P-A-I-R. Um, and then on Instagram, it's also Pair Experimental with Pair underscore Experimental. Excellent. Excellent. I'm looking at my phone to make sure I'm not screwing that up. I hope not. I was a lot. <laughs> and I know you said you're doing, are you guys still doing the, like the big drops every month or is it a little more? So we've, it's funny. Cause we've kind of uh, been kind of adjusting the way that we've done stuff. And we were talking about that today. Like maybe we're just doing too many things at once, but, um, but the whole, you know, we started out with just like a monthly drop. Um, and then we had a lot of people asking uh, about, um, you know, bespoke uh, custom stuff. Yeah. which is kind of was my bread and butter for a long time. Um, and I kind of wanted to get away from doing it as much just because I just wanted to play. I just wanted to only make stuff that I, that I wanted to do. Right. Um, so we are kind of finding like a middle ground with that, where we're doing a, a bespoke series on our website where the design is already created, but then you can pick the stone. So we'll mm-hmm. have the design and then, you know, on the next, image stone. over will be stones that they can choose from yeah. so they can still pick the design they can pick their own stone and we'll do it to their to their size like so kind of yeah. adjusting a little bit pivoting every once in a while till we kind of figure out exactly where our niche is yeah it's important yeah absolutely i mean i don't even tell you that i don't know why I said that. <laughs> it's like one of those things i meant to like keep in my mind and i was just like oh that's important i'm like oh. i mean <laughs> I'm like, everyone knows that, you idiot. It's just like, don't yell at me. Like, oh, no. I know. You know it's that part of the show. 
the one where I go mad. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> ah! It's happening. Oh, no. Well, thank you so much for talking with yes. us. Thank you and so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, anytime if you want to come back on at some point, like you guys have a, a, a drop coming or something up, like yeah. a thing that you want to plug, okay. feel free to reach out to us. And Great, we'll I'll see if I can talk Carly sure. into getting on next Yeah, time. both of you. Is. Okay. <laughs> well, I was like, oh, there's going to be both of them. I'm like, no, there's not. I'm no, like, just me. I tried even like right before it started, but it's yeah. okay. We'll, we'll get her on here one of these days. We'll get her on here and we'll I'll talk about how I was mad that she wasn't here the first time. So. Oh, good job. Yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll <laughs> help. What? It'll be, it'll be fine. I'm harmless. You know, <laughs> Hello, come on. Oh, I just met you. I'm really mad at it. I'm really you mad. You're really <laughs> so you missed the first show. Up for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm terrible. You know this. Come on. Uh, you're come fine. on. Uh, but as always, people, don't forget to do the old rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us yeah. if you want to talk to us or you want to yell at us. Uh, we're on either Instagram. One, yeah, either one. <laughs> I just uh, want the attention. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, you're not. I'm kidding. No, no, stop. If you so if you want to give Corey attention, go to <laughs> Instagram.com slash schemes come true network. And then uh, if you'd like to support us and give, I guess, Corey financial attention, which sounds really Stop weird. It. That sounds horrible. That sounds, sounds, horrible. That that sounds, sounds horrible. weird. I don't endorse that whatsoever. <laughs> okay. Stop I mean, I'll it. take some financial attention if anybody's offering. <laughs> All right, wait, I'll take some too. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, hold on. Me. That, that phrase is uh, registered <laughs> trademark of, of Schemes Come True LLC. Thank you. I uh, know. But you can find us over on Patreon at uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash schemes come true. Really? We got all sorts of nonsense over there if you yeah, we can't do. get enough of the two of us knuckleheads. And yeah. uh, <laughs> but as always, thank you to the patrons. Those are Peter B, Sean B. J, Sean the J. lovely Seymour Butts. The Butts, though. <laughs> Pardon Creative. Seriously, Pardon. Libby. Party. Re reach out with a blurb, Libby. Come on, come on now. And then... <laughs> The young gun or the young John, he always calls him. I'm just gonna stop saying young gun. I, know, I got it. I got it this time. Young, young gun. I did it. You did it. I'm so proud of you. I'm, like, I'm clipping that part off that word. Come on, man. Why are you so rude to me? I know. But thank I tried again. so hard this time. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for being oh, here. Oh, thank you, yes. guys. It was so nice to meet you. Yeah, it was nice to meet you. You guys too. have a good night. You too. You too. All right. I wish you guys all the best. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks.